Happy holidays, everybody. Mason in Ireland. I'm John Ireland. Brian Kamenetsky sitting in for Mace. It is the day after Christmas, and it is the Thursday after the Rams suffered as just a heartbreaking loss at the hands of the 49ers. Um, and Sean McVay, as he has all year, nice enough to join us on the show. Uh, happy holidays, Coach. How are you holding up? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing good. Let me start with this. Uh, I know how much film you look at and, and that it's a big part of your life. Um, I, you know, I look at this season and I, I think, man, you were maybe two or three plays away from this being a completely different story. Greg Zerline, who I would bet my house on, would, would make that kick in Seattle, uncharacteristically misses, and you lose that game at the end. This week, they hadn't completed, the Niners hadn't completed a third and 16 all year, and they complete two of them on the drive that ends up beating you. Are you, Sean, able to let those moments go and just move on, or do they stay with you after those games and, and you kind of think about them maybe more than you even want to? Yeah, you have to be able to let yourself move on, especially because, you know, the only thing we can do is try to finish up this season the right way against the Cardinals this week. But the offseason lends itself a lot of time to be able to reflect, look back and say, what can we do more consistently throughout the course of the season to avoid even, you know, because those plays ended up being towards the latter half of the games. and uh, But those aren't exclusively what determine the outcome. And we've got to figure out how to just be more consistent in all three phases. And, you know, I'm excited about attacking that and, and really that challenge as we uh, get into the offseason after we try to wrap this thing up the right way this weekend. And Sean, you know, Sean, I, I had a chance to be in the locker room you know, a, a fair amount during the season, both in practice days and, and, and after games. And, and the team remained you know, very confident even during kind of a, a raggedy start and you, things weren't quite uh, on track the way you guys expected. Was there a point for you when you kind of realized this just isn't this isn't going the way that we had planned or expected and and you felt like the the season just wasn't progressing and the plan wasn't progressing the way you wanted. Uh, you know, I don't know that there was any of that, but I do think that what you said is is accurate. That the guys came to work with a consistent demeanor, uh, consistent work ethic. There was a confidence throughout, and you know there was a lot of different reasons why we didn't uh, you know live up to the expectations that that we all have for ourselves and and what we you know expect to accomplish year in and year out, but. You know, it's uh, it's one of those deals that you got to use it as a learning opportunity. I know for me, it's definitely going to give me a different perspective and, and some things that you can grow from, and, and that's really the only way that you can look at it. And you, you mentioned actually, that was going to be my follow up. You mentioned that, you know those things that that you, you you know that you identify that didn't go well and, and reasons why it didn't work. If you had to pick a couple at this point in the season, uh, what would they be? Well, I mean, I, I think really it's just the, the overall, you know, inconsistency as a team, you know, that we've displayed. You know, we've shown uh, flashes of being able to play really well in all three phases, and then we've shown some instances where I, I think that we're capable of executing and, and putting our players in better spots as coaches. So we're all in this thing together, uh, but there's a lot of different things, and, and that's where, you know, that, that's why you really love the opportunity in the offseason to really – uh, dive into to some of these things and, and figure out how you can prevent these things from occurring in the future. Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, joining us. Sean, who's the best team you faced all year? We played a lot of really good football teams. That, you know, I, I think the you know one of the more impressive teams. I mean, it's certainly hard to argue that uh, Baltimore was was one of the better teams. And and then you look at you know the Forty ers you know playing the Saints earlier in the year. But I, I think in terms of just the way that it went, especially when we played them that given day, it's, it's hard to argue that the Ravens weren't the one of the more difficult teams that we played this year. But 
there's a lot in, in what you see this year more than ever is that a uh, lot of good football teams, especially those guys that are kind of competing for those top seeds in, in each of the conferences, and, and it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Last year, Sean, you guys had so much success offensively, and your play calling, you, you, were, you were heralded around the league. This year, it, it appeared to me like teams were almost ready for it, that, that they had, had some film on you guys, particularly on Jared, and that they mixed it up. Is that part of the, the life you lead as a play caller and as a head coach in that it's kind of almost it, it's, it, it's battlefield strategy that you guys were so successful last year that they, they planned for it and now you've got to pivot again? Do I have that right or am I completely off base? Uh, you know, I, I mean, I think there's definitely, you know, a, a little bit of a, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of different reasons. I mean, you give credit to to some of these defenses. We saw a couple different looks, but for the most part, you know, it was, uh, you know, you've got your core philosophies and different things like that. And, and really, you know, we don't make any excuses. I'm not going to ever make any excuses. I'm just excited about going back to work, getting better and trying to figure out a way that I can do my role better. And I know all our players feel the same way. And, and Sean, like, you know, that you always point the finger to yourself are there you know what are the sort of the specific things that you've been able to to see that you know the adjustments that you want to make or at the very least the way in which you want to kind of break these things down so that next year you can come back and be better than you were this year yeah i mean there's there's a lot of different things like i've talked about but i mean if you said okay what's the main thing that that we have to do a better job of that usually uh, is going to be critical to really any team's success is we got to be more consistent running the football. You know, so much goes off of that. Uh, you got to be able to, to beat people with either or. And we were not nearly consistent enough running the football, uh, as a team, uh, and for, for a variety of different reasons. And, and, and certainly I'm a part of that. And, and that's what I'm looking forward to is, is figuring out how we can do that because, uh, if you're looking at any of these good offenses and, and what we've been when we've been good or, even in the games this year that we did have some bright spots, it was the ability to do either or and try to create some conflict for the defense. And, um, you know, that's not the only thing, but that's one of the things that, that will be a huge point of emphasis for us. And if you just look back at our first couple years and then this year, um, you know, that's really the biggest difference in terms of a lot of the, the consistent success that we had. While I do think that last month has represented a step in the right direction for a handful of guys. You know, the, the, the league is all about adjustments. You know, you, you came out with something, the league adjusts back. How excited are you at the prospect of being able to to now kind of come back with something else and and perhaps you know silence some people who who question whether or not you know you deserve to be put on the pedestal you were? Yeah, I'm not worried about silencing anybody. That that's never been you know thing that really bothers me. I've, I've grown up in this business. I appreciate the nice words, but I also understand that it's it's a week to week deal. I'm worried about trying to do a better job for our team, for our coaches, for our players. Uh, and I'm excited about the challenge and I'm excited about, you know, uh, learning as you accumulate experience. I'll never pretend to have all the answers, but what I will promise that I'll always do is, is work hard, try to work smart and, and make sure that I'm learning from both the good and the bad. And, and these three years have represented uh, a lot of different things. And, and this off season will provide an opportunity to really be reflective and, and try to figure out how you can get better. Uh, all right, last thing for you, Coach. You have not had a game like this in your career. You've been a playoff team in each of your first uh, seasons, and now you've got a game where it doesn't matter, at least in the standings. So how do you coach that? Are, are you going to play 
your regular starters against Arizona? Would you like to use this as an opportunity to maybe see what some of the backups can do? Or what's your what's your overall outlook on a game against Arizona this week? Yeah, our outlook is we're going to try to compete to the best of our ability to go try to win the football game, get our ninth win. Uh, there's a lot of guys that have put a lot of work into this season, including coaches and players. And I think we owe it to ourselves that even though we know that this is the last game of our season, uh, you know, we're going to go try to compete and, and finish this thing out on a positive note in what has been, uh, you know, not an ideal situation. Uh, Coach, most of all, Happy New Year. We'll talk to you one more time next week, but uh, enjoy the new year and good luck on Sunday. Okay, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Same to you. Uh, there's Sean McVay, the head coach of the Rams. Uh, sponsorship of Coach McVay on Mason and Ireland is brought to you by the Commerce Casino. So he, he just mentioned it there at the end, Brian, that if they beat the Cardinals, and I think they probably will, they spanked them pretty good when they played them last time, um, they're going to finish 9-7. and seven. Zerline makes that kick, they're ten and, and they're 10-6. and six. Mm-hmm. You don't still wouldn't screw gar- up the Tampa game. You're eleven and five. Like, well, no, but but I mean the the Zerline kick is I I would think if there was a kicker draft, Zerline would go top five every sure. time. Like he's the one guy. I watched that game in a bar with a bunch of my friends, and and I I said to everybody at the table, we can leave now. This is automatic. He's got it. And well, and jeez, John, you shouldn't have done that. Well, I, yeah, the John Jinx, but he makes that kick, and we're talking. I mean, football. I I just read. Uh, the Ringer did a 20-year anniversary of any given Sunday, uh, the football movie with Al Pacino sure. as the coach. And the big speech in that movie is that it is a game of inches, a a bounce there or a one step the that margin, way. The margins in football are so thin, and in a 16-game schedule, you know, it's, you, that's what makes the NFL fun. It's like you screw up one game, you punt away the the, the Pittsburgh game, which is not like that was not a good team that they lost. to. I realize Pittsburgh can make the playoff. They're not that good. A good team ought to beat them. You know, it just it, you don't have to be off by much for things to go wrong. And you know, it, it's not that they lost to San Francisco last week. That was a perfectly respectable game that they played. It's not even that they lost to the Seattle game. It's Tampa. It's Pittsburgh. It's stuff like that. They didn't take care of business against the teams that they were better than. And the one thing I didn't see coming this year, more than anything else, is were, were the absolute beatdowns. Yes. Baltimore was a beatdown. Dallas was a beatdown. San and Francisco Tam- game. Tampa, too. And, and Tampa and San Francisco and Baltimore, those games were all at the Coliseum. Yes. So... Um, it's a dis. I think most Rams Rams fans are tremendously disappointed coming off of a Super Bowl they appearance. They absolutely should be. But they were they were one kick away from being ten and six. And I, the thing that I, I don't believe Sean McVay for a second when he says he's not really concerned about you know silencing people or that he doesn't hear what people are saying about the league catching up to him and all that. I think he's absolutely one hundred percent into you know very excited about the idea of coming back and showing the the the, the NFL world that he can adjust back and really is worthy of this kind of placement that, that he that he is as good as people think he or thought he was last year because there's some doubt now so come back next year and adjust back and i think i think that's going to be a big motivating factor for the rams in the offseason all right coming up we'll get back into the lakers and clippers huge win for the clippers last night dave McMenamin will join us in 15 minutes we got fast track coming up for you at 5:30 brian kamenitsky in for mace i'm john ireland espn la